0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bingeable. We have a very exciting episode about a very exciting, trending TV show this week, and it is Severance. Our absolute love, Adam Scott, plays a character who is severed, meaning he has no memories of home when he's at work and no memories of work when he's at home, and it just creates the most bizarre exciting story so Lucy hello hello <laughs> I feel like that was a very formal intro this week but you know that's okay I'm, mixing it up it's a work sh- it's a career-based show so I wanted to keep it <laughs> conservative
1: keep it in the business mode I appreciate that yes I don't even know where to start on this roller coaster of a show well, I have
0: I have a question Yes. So when you initially heard of the premise for this show, like someone only focusing on work at work and only focusing on home at home, like what did you think? What was your initial reaction before you had actually like seen the
1: show? Well, I basically had heard Morgan, my fiance's response when he was watching it because it was at a time I feel like he watched it a couple months ago when it first came out and he was watching on his iPad while I was watching whatever I was watching respective relaxation is what we call it when we have our separate shows oh. going yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> love, love that
1: and I would just hear him like <gasps> Oh, my God. Like, having these audible reactions at the end of every episode. And I was like, what is going on? And so I knew that there was some sort of, you know, major cliffhanger action happening. But then when he was telling me about it and he was like, oh, when you're at work, they call it your innie. And then when you're at home, they call it your outie. It sort of is, I don't know, it sort of feels like a little playful or like not super serious and dark and then I started watching and I was like oh this is like the Twilight Zone version to the nth degree of work-life balance and the horrors of that and it's actually like quite dark and there is a lot of humor in it but I I was like oh this is not really a super playful show this is like a, a mind fuck kind of show. Well, I feel
0: like, so when I heard about the show, I was like, oh, that sounds kind of nice. You know, we (laughs) all talk about how, like, especially during COVID and when there was, like, working from home, I feel like everyone gets so distracted by their phone and Instagram and shopping and just, like, all the things you can do on a computer, obviously. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: then at home, like, you're just kind of, like, when you leave work or when it becomes, like, 6 o'clock, you're just really... Wanna decompress and chill and not have any worries from the day. So like I I totally get the original allure of just severance in general in like the most basic form.
1: Right. Like if you lived in this world and you were getting this pitch of what that could be, it kind of sounds you can understand why someone would be like, Oh, that's intriguing. And I
0: feel like it wasn't until – well, I, this isn't the first episode, but like – and it's the first scene. But it wasn't until I watched the first – it wasn't until I watched the first five minutes of the show and saw Helly waking up and like I didn't even think about the fact that you wouldn't know – I guess when I heard about it, I wasn't aware that you wouldn't know who you are. Like, you would have to be essentially, like, retold your name, relook at yourself in the mirror. Having absolutely no knowledge of who you are outside of work at all, I was not expecting that.
1: And the idea that they don't ever... They can't comprehend leaving, and they're basically, like, in a time warp at work. Yeah, it seems like you never leave work. You never, right. Can you imagine just being like, I never leave this office, I never, I don't know what even is outside the window. I think it's obviously a really dark world that they've created both in and outside of Lumen, which I think is so interesting because when you really start to think, okay, who are the types of people who would voluntarily separate sever. their brain sever, you it has to be somebody who has experienced something very very traumatic that they don't want to think about and so it's like oh it makes sense that it's somebody who's going through grief or we don't really know I mean we find out in the end why Helly did it but we don't really know yeah. quite the you know the story behind everyone's reasoning but at least Marks, we have an idea of and and it so it's, it's in, inherently a sort of dark mindset I think. Yeah
0: but then it's you see other people and you see, like, Dylan's life and you're kind of like, okay, well, what could have made him do it? Or, like, my favorite, Irv, of course. Or, like, Bert's life when you finally
1: saw, kind of, Mm -hmm. Bert's home life. You're like, what could have made him sever I know. And maybe that's something that we'll learn more about in season two. And they made some allusions to being severed and not knowing you're severed, you know, with the, I mean, jumping midway end of the season. But when Mark's sister meets that woman who's had the baby and then sees her again and realizes that she doesn't remember her. And then we see her at the end at the gala and we realize that her husband is a big Lumen, pro Lumen guy. And you're like, oh. Yeah. She doesn't know she's severed, which I feel like opens up a whole new can of worms. Well, see, I thought she did know she was severed because she was saying something.
0: And this is jumping way ahead. But she was talking about like how she has three. And I think it was Helly was like, I can't even imagine having one. She was like, well, you know, mommy's little helper. And I thought she was saying that she severs like to give birth. Which I would absolutely sever to get birth, I think. I'm gonna
1: <laughs> just let sign someone me up else for that. sign me up yeah. for that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think it I hope what we see in season two is more people's kind of decisions and, and why they were severed in the first place. Because I feel like there's yeah. so many storylines that you can dive into. But just backtracking, Adam Scott is acting for his life in this. I think he is so <gasps> incredible. I love him so much. He's just like,
0: uh, he's just such a delightful actor, I feel like, that even when he's playing a dark character, just like his sarcasm and his comedy and his wit, even when he, and he was like this too in a much smaller sense in Big Little Lies. Like it was Mm -hmm. a dramatic show and he kind of added a bit of comedic relief. Like it's just his presence is just so delightful I love him so much
1: I love him so much I agree I think when I saw him in Big Little Lies I feel like that was the first time I saw him be more dramatic I mean he's not like wildly funny in Parks and Rec he is of course really funny but he is playing the straight man and yeah so I feel like he always has done a good job of like kind of having both tones to him but it's just so crazy because in this obviously the Mark who's the innie mark and the Audi mark are totally different and they're living vastly different experiences. Yeah. But they're still the same person, you know, which is, it's not, like, so wildly different that you don't even realize it's the same person. It's just two sides. Like, it's such a mind, it's so trippy. Well, it brings up this, like, insane kind of experiment on nature
0: versus nurture because you have the same people, born, the same genetics and then you have two completely different humans essentially.
1: Yeah, two totally different like circumstances and experiences. That's so true. And it's also even just him, or I guess all of them really, going in and out of the elevator and they have that shot when they're going down and when they're coming up and just the subtle facial changes that they make when all of a sudden they walk out as this other version of themselves. I think they're just all so good. I mean, we don't really get to see any of them in the same way that we see Mark's Innie versus Audi, but just in general, I just thought they were, the the cast is just amazing. Incredible. I didn't even realize that it was John Totoro
0: playing Irving. He's so good. He's just such a little innocent cutie, and I just, my heart, I don't even know why, my heart just like breaks for him. Him and Christopher Walken. Oh, my God. What a combo.
1: And I also just loved Dylan and Helly. I just think the whole... Like, the four of them in The Office, they're all so different, but they just... Their chemistry was so... Is incredible. Incredible. And I had I don't know the actress that played Helly, and I thought she was so, so good. She was, like, so natural and subtle, and you never caught her acting which is what I always think I don't want to see people acting I want to just feel like they're people and I felt like she really really was great
0: yeah I have never seen I think Britt Lauer is her name Mm -hmm. I've never seen her in anything before and she was so captivating and her and Adam Scott's chemistry was incredible just her whole her getting to kind of her breaking point and then her finding like a little bit of hope and then their
1: kiss at the end even her slow acceptance of being there and wanting to get out so badly and then kind of accepting it and kind of when we see them all start to band together it was just so well executed like the even though for so much of it you're like what the hell is going on it's so captivating and I feel like It's so well written and so well directed. Like I just thought every shot was so incredible. And even though you don't know what's going on. Shout out to Ben Stiller. Shout out. Even though you don't know what's going on. You're like I trust Ben Stiller and I'm into it. And I don't know where it's going. But I got to find out.
0: Well that's kind of what happened to me. I feel like for the first four episodes I was like I don't know what I'm watching. I Mm -hmm. don't know if I'm ever going to be like super into this. But I love watching Adam Scott.
1: I like the characters. I just had, you have faith in the whole project. Totally. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that the more little Easter eggs that you start getting, like Rickon, who I was obsessed with, Rickon, who is so funny, and his book, the quotes were just unbelievable. But when you see that moment where the, the book is in lumen... And you have the moment where, obviously, the whole Petey debacle that's happening. And when you see that Patricia Arquette is not severed, and she's obviously playing this role of Mark's neighbor, and you start to see, okay, they're going to reveal something. I have to just trust it and, like, keep watching. I think that happens in the first episode. So that's, like, your your
0: first cliffhanger when you see Patricia Arquette as his neighbor. Yeah. That is... You, you like cling to you're like okay okay now I'm you know yeah
1: I'm a little more interested let's go there's something going on that I'm gonna figure out Milchek, I just lived and died for Milchek. I was gonna say so
0: I said to Neil when we were watching it I was like okay to the public my favorite character is Irving but like secretly my favorite character is Milchuk. he is so good he's like hauntingly funny like you're like absolutely terrified of him but also you are like so captivated by him but also he's just hilarious his smile he's also so hot the dancing scene oh my god i was like oh my god him in this turtleneck the (laughs) milk
1: him in the turtleneck
0: how he says such horrifying things in such a happy voice yeah like i remember I literally had a French teacher in high school who we were all terrified of her because she always had, like, the happiest expression, the biggest smile, and she'd be like, okay, you can go to the dean. (laughs) And, like, that, like that is how she said – or, like, okay, you failed. I'm so sorry. But, like, the biggest smile on her face. Those are the sociopaths. Yeah. And Milchak kind of – I mean – You've had a little bad for him because he was kind of handling all of this on
1: his own at the end, but Mm -hmm. he, like, what was his deal? I mean, I guess we'll figure out because at first I was like, well, are they severed? I mean, not the people who work, but sort of like the supervisors. They're not severed. So I am curious, does he know what they're doing? Like, nobody knows what the micro data refiners are doing, but I'm like... I and mean, and we still don't know. And they
0: were like not even the births department, right? Was but optics. Yeah, mm-hmm. like what were they doing in that department? They and were like with the goats? opening machines with watering and the goat. So I'm a. <laughs> I feel like there has to be like some sort of a cloning situation because of the goats. Oh, but fascinating! I have no idea. I mean, I obviously don't trust the company at all,
1: but. The waffle party Oh with my God. the dancing? In, I mean, I feel like the last three episodes with, like, the music dance experience, the waffle party, like, shit popped off in the last few episodes. The dancing scene was, like, one of the best scenes I've ever seen. Just,
0: like, here, truly, they were so good at, act, like, acting like this was their first time
1: hearing music. Afterwards, I after I watch something, I have to look everything up about it and I wanna read all oh, the yeah. interviews. And I'm Absolutely. like, no. Yeah, you're like that too. And so I was I randomly came upon, upon a, a Reddit thread where the writer was on and answering questions and somebody, you know, asked her about the music dance experience and he was like, I almost wanted to cut it when it was just on the page in the script and Ben Stiller convinced him not to and was like no 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 and now it's I feel like the most iconic scene. Absolutely I mean it just the
0: lights like they're all their different moves like ever like Irv trying to dance and like Adam Scott's little like sweat and his Adam Scott's like awkward smile is my favorite thing ever. So wait what was your favorite twist? In the show.
1: So, okay, I have to be totally honest about this and Oh jeez. Oh yeah. Well, now I feel like there's been three instances where one of us has not gotten like the the crucial reveal in the moment. We'll talk about the Mad Men one when we get to that episode, which you did not at first get that reveal. Mine that we talked about in the succession one was, it took me, like, a minute to realize it was Tom, and this was another one that was not my best, where (gasps) I was, like, I knew that we were gonna find out who Gemma was, and in my head, I was like, it's Helly, like, it's gotta be Helly, it's gonna be some crazy reveal, and so... When he was slowly putting the photo back together, which was so well done, and I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah. And I didn't see red hair. I, something just, like, cr- wires crossed in my brain, and I was, I, I didn't, like, realize that it was Miss Casey in the photo. So yeah. I'm sitting there, and it's revealed, and Morgan is sitting next to me, and I have no reaction. Yeah, he's, like, dying for you to react. Di- he's like, what? what, what are you, like, what? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, who was that? And he was like, Miss Casey. And I was like, oh my God. And so I rewound it and I was like, holy shit. First of all, I'm a fucking moron. Second of all, what's going on? I literally screamed. That was like
0: my favorite reveal of any show ever. I was shocked. See, that is kind of why I think it also has to do with clones. Mm. Because I'm like, maybe... Gemma, maybe Miss Casey is a clone because she seems like a little weirder than the rest of the people. (laughs) And I mean, they're all pretty weird, but I guess she's also very isolated, but she seems like more off than the rest of the people. And everyone always talks about how amazing and like cool Gemma was. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I Miss Casey seems lovely, but she just seems (laughs) like an odd (laughs) <laughs> there seems like there's a, a slight screw missing up there.
1: Yeah. I loved the twist of finding out that Heli is like the lumen heir because I didn't feel like there were any Easter eggs for that, at least not that I picked up on. So that was like, I was not expecting that at all. So Neil actually
0: called it and I like. <gasps> he did? How did I he, feel he know? Like he, I have no idea. He was, like, convinced that Helly was a board member. He didn't think that she was the heir. Like, he didn't think she was an Egan. But he thought that she was a board member because he thought that was, like, the... Which, this does make total sense, but he was, like, why else would, like, her Audi know that she tried to commit suicide like this disaster happened but like still go back in there like still force her to right. go back in and like keep rejecting her resignation so he was like I feel like she has to be like trying to prove something
1: wow so, that's so smart yeah wow he very calls it. very um intuitive and observant of Neil that's a great call yes he I mean I had I that didn't cross my mind once no same. <laughs> <was then>. shocked. <laughs> shocked I think the biggest. Maybe reaction that I had in the moment, aside from like that last moment, which we'll get to, but I think was when Milchek like appeared in Dylan's (gasps) Audi life, yeah, and then we're like, holy shit! Like they can—I don't even know what the word is—but they can they can get into the Audi life. You know, the there's a way to to wake yourself up. Yeah, that was crazy because I feel like Dylan was the one who always was making jokes about who his Audi was and kind of like leaning into you know, dreaming about who his Audi was but not in a way that made him want to be part of it. Yeah, he seemed the most comfortable with the situation. Once that train started moving of like, they figured out how to do it, they're gonna you know, they're gonna see how long they have just that last episode when we don't know how long they're going to be able to do this before somebody realizes Yeah, well you're kinda, it was like the whole episode, which I was shocked about The moment that he wakes up and he is at his sister's house, Mark is at his sister's house, and he doesn't know where he is or whose baby it is and I just was and this you know his sister kept being like yeah we'll talk in a minute we'll talk in a minute and then him finally being
0: able to talk to her and then seeing the photo of Gemma and then like cutting out
1: then They could have ended the episode at him seeing the picture, and that would have been a crazy cliffhanger. Or they could have ended it at him before he gets it, you know, before he can talk to Devin, and we would—that would be a crazy cliffhanger, because we wouldn't know, does he get to talk to her? They could have—there's so many places that they could have ended it, and it would have been a satisfying— you know cliffhanger ending where we're dying to get to the next season but to give the audience the gift of seeing him actually say to Devin she's alive in that last moment and then ending the episode yeah genius and now his poor sister is gonna be like (laughs) <laughs> what the hell? What is going on? And oh it's and seeing Helly be like, they're torturing us. We don't want to be there and her getting dragged off the stage. Like just the the last 15 minutes of that episode. I was just like, this is it's just perfect TV.
0: Well, we got a season two, so we know it's coming back. Thank We God. probably have to wait a year at Ugh, least. Well, definitely a year, but possibly more.
1: I know, which kills me.
0: We haven't had such a good like sci-fi Twilight Zone-esque, bizarre show like this in a while. Like, a lot of historical stuff, a lot of good drama. Like, what you were talking about. What did you call it? What was the term that you created? Well, I
1: said hot IP
0: of, like... Hot I- yeah. Yeah,
1: like, you know, like, a story that is in the news. And, like, five
0: billion reboots. Right, so many. And, like, teen dramas. But it's really hard to come up with something that's completely unlike anything you've ever seen. And totally. in a completely fictional world
1: yeah totally
0: I feel like I will definitely have to rewatch right before the next season comes out
1: yeah I'm so glad that we both watched it well it's a little
0: niche and honestly when you hear about what it's about like I feel like I watched it because people told me it was absolutely incredible and recommended it to me I knew it was an incredible cast I knew right. it had gotten renewed for a second season but Bert and Irv are going to end up together, right?
1: When you found out he was a painter and a dog owner, of course he was a dog owner. I love the dog. But when you, like, start to see what he's drawing, because that's another thing where you're like, oh, obviously some part of him on some subconscious level remembers what that, looks yeah. like you know which is like I want to know more about that too I'm so interested to see like what are the limitations of what they can and can't like do they have dreams and they can see I the feel like you must Lumen? dream
0: it and be like painting I'm sure yeah well because I don't really understand how the subconscious works I guess so <laughs> does they anyone explain that to me in season two yeah what else are we watching
1: what else are we watching well I just finished ozark two nights ago you have two more episodes yes i do so we'll be able to do that one soon yeah what's your theory put it out there for the world to hear before you finish
0: i don't know look i know that not all of them can make it out alive right i just like do not think that's possible i feel like they've been on borrowed time for the entire show i'm so scared about ruth because right now she's in a really good spot and i
1: just I don't know. That makes me so nervous. Well, I shall say nothing, and you shall see what happens, and we shall discuss. All right. Well, we will see you guys
0: as soon as I finish Ozark, so wish <laughs> wish me luck on my theory.
1: Wishing you and the birds all the luck in the world. Uh, they have had enough luck, I think. <laughs> <laughs>